G'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Friday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning we will mark the week because that is what we do on Fridays. Uh, we'll uh, t- discuss the the Cuomo conundrum. I think it's a it's a four way conundrum at least, uh, and we'll find out. Uh, what the next great superfood is. It's exciting news. But before any of that, uh, Grant Robertson, uh, he keeps saying he's going to fix the housing crisis, uh, the house price situation. Hasn't quite yet, has he? Well, has he still got some tricks up his sleeve or what? Quick suggestion. Why don't we just ask Adrian Orr to be the finance minister? Grant seems to have given up. Latest letter, Robertson to Orr asks the Reserve Bank to take housing into account when they make their various statements and announcements. That's on top of inflation and employment. The RB, of course, used to have a sweet job. The cash rate, what's the cash rate? What will the cash rate be? Is it going up, going down? And they decided all of that on the stuff that was going on in the economy around them, none of which they had any control over. To be fair, a lot of people quite correctly thought that wasn't right, and the Reserve Bank had uh, such authority with so few, few tools. Uh, that is why they called the cash rate such a, a blunt instrument, and that is why of late you've heard words like tools in the toolbox a lot more. We've seen movement from the bank no one's seen before. The talk of negative rates, printing money eloquently dressed up under the term QE, LVRs coming and going. The Reserve Bank has never been more vital and more involved, but then never has it been asked to do more by a politician clearly out of ideas, especially on housing. Now, you'll remember Grant was due to give us his magic bag full of tricks on tilting the housing market towards the first home buyer. That announcement was due by now. It's been delayed, I suspect, because Grant made the announcement with no idea of what the actual action entailed. (laughs) Where have we heard that trick before? Grant has already written to Adrian about this, and Adrian put the letter in the bin, so to speak. Remember that last year? So now the instruction, solve employment, fix inflation, and tell us how housing works. As Cameron Bagri quite rightly said yesterday afternoon, this goes too far. Unless, of course, you want to draft Adrian into Cabinet, flag the RB independence, and just return to the days of Muldoon. The rotten thing here is not the abdication of responsibility from the government by palming off yet another of the government's worries. It's the fact they've done so because they won't admit they're stuck. They're over-promising and they're stuck. Progressive housing this week, Kiwi build last term, housing and labour, water and oil. They don't know how to make it work. But you don't make it work by making it somebody else's problem. That's not what you go into government to do. Passing the buck should not be government policy. Oh, look, just blame me. When things go, I've, I've, if there's one thing I've learned in life, when things go wrong, it's usually my fault. Um, I'm not quite sure how I'm single-handedly to blame for the, the housing crisis, but I probably am. Uh, in the, I mean, if something goes wrong with Mark the Week, it's usually my fault. I, that, that I definitely know. Chris Bishop Seven. I take Dear Velvet. I take Bee Pollen. And I take garlic. Solid week of oppositioning, first winning the Anna Lork case at the Privileged Committee and then flushing out the fact that Mendes Market had a crack at MIQ twice, the second time claiming national security. Ability Kahika, one. Came and went, end of. Honey, eight. Results this week, growth up, demand up, now cracking $425 million a year. There's a good story. Poverty, four. You know what, we're still failing abysmally, and the numbers were reported incorrectly this week, I suspect, because most of those who did the reporting read the press release, not the stats. How you go up, then drop, and it's reported as an improvement is beyond me. Eat out to help out, seven. 
Turns out the government considered free money for us to go out to dinner but rejected it. They did write, because in Britain it didn't work. We dodged a bullet, if not a free curry. Facebook, one. Found out who they really were, eh? Australia, nine, though. Nine. A globally significant win and a steely set of balls to be admired. Gladys, seven. As in Berejiklian, I'm calling out our government over the lack of a two-way bubble. The excuses are lame and getting lamer, and this looks more and more like a control exercise to me. Wellington Zero. Yeah, give it up. Between the pipes and the sludge and the poo and the cycleways and the blowouts and the hate and the vitriol and the... Bring on the, bring on the commissioners, for goodness sake. Progressive housing. One. I mean, here we go again. Eight months, 12 families, labour and housing, eh? What is it? Supercars, Nine. Cannot wait. And it's on Sky 7. Yeah, Sky had a good week. Sky 7. Sky 7. There we go. Uh, They had a good week. And to uh, all the businesses who had a good week, in fact, in reporting season, whether you survived or bounced back or grew or broke records, it seemed overall there were plenty of good stories to be told. And that is the week. Copies on the website and certain back issues of this program now come with a parental warning from Disney+. Plus. You see, there's your classic example. Way late with that last ding on on the Sky Sport thing. But that's because when he said Sky Sports 7, I thought he meant that the um, supercar racing was going to be on Sky 7. You see what I mean? I, it's not a very good excuse because I, I I did actually have a script in front of me uh, that has got like ding written after Sky 7. But it was the way he said it. It made it sound like a channel, not a mark. And I'm sticking to that defence. I wonder what defence Cuomo's going to use. He needs sort of four defences. Cuomo conundrums worth following. He's in a world of trouble. Uh, So he's got the rest home thing. Basically, you don't need to know much about the rest home. It was just claimed that he stacked the numbers. A lot more people died in rest homes in New York than he let on. There was a phone leak that suggested that a private conversation leaked to the New York Post. Top aide said that Cuomo confessed to covering up real numbers. So he's in a world of trouble about that. Federal Bureau of Investigation, the US Attorney's Office in Brooklyn, two separate organisations now looking at the way he handled that. So that's problem number one. Uh, Democrats in the state Senate hoping to take away his emergency powers, likely to vote on that as of next week. Problem number two. Problem number three, bullying. Guy called Ron Kim, assemblyman in New York. Cuomo allegedly rang him, threatened his career. So that's problem number three. Problem number four is Lindsay Boylan, who's accused Cuomo of kissing her on the lips and asking her to play strip poker while on a private jet. So he's got a lot of problems. Um, most of them will probably end up undoing him and another classic example of a hero turned to zero. Or the next president. Well, one or the other. Because at the mo- when you list off those things that he's been accused of, it just sounds like Trump's qualifications, you know what I mean? Uh, we're going to um, finish up here with very, very exciting news that my favourite thing uh, is now the secret to longevity, basically. I might be overblowing that a little bit. Very happy to be able to tell you that cheese is actually good for you. Well, that's actually probably an overstatement. Cheese isn't bad for you. So, yet again, we can add... Are we doing red wine yet or not? And come on, bourbon. Bring, no, bring on the there's, bourbon there's, is there's good nothing, for you. There's nothing out there uh, to... Uh, this, I've got a large body of research that suggests we certainly, we've certainly got the coffee. There was some article in the Sydney Morning Herald the other day that um, I thought coffee was good for the liver, uh, but not so good for the heart. Oh, well, just put it in your liver and not your heart. Then. Yeah, but then somebody somebody argued that it's supposed to be good for the heart, but it's a bit complicated. But surely, like, I mean, like your batch 10 bourbon, which is your honey bourbon that's made with manuka honey. Oh, yeah. That's got to be good for you. Well, just cheap bourbon if you put it in honey. 
Unfortunately, that one's not cheap, so I don't get to have it very often. Oh, okay. But Large, I bought you a nice bottle. Was that a good bottle? Oh, look, that was such a good bottle. And, and in fact, I, I have been saving that bottle for best. <laughs> so when I finish... You sound like me. When I finish one of my other bottles, right. then I'll grab that bottle. I eat... It, it, it tastes like smoke. Oh, that's, like, that's good. But like the good kind. Because I went into that shop and I said, uh, I'm buying a Christmas present for Glenn and just don't spare the horses. That's what I said. Um, so are you really? Are you seriously expecting me to believe that you weren't just re-gifting something that somebody gave to you? Not anymore. I got caught out too many times, so I went out and actually spent, spent money on it. Anyway, cheese is good for you. Cheese is good. No, cheese is not bad for you. So big body of work. Uh, you think it's fattening? No, it's not. So at best, it's neutral. See, if you Google cheese, first thing that comes up if you Google cheese is why is cheese bad for you? That's the question. See, that we've been misled. Long-term cohort studies... Track the health and eating habits of tens of hundreds of thousands of people. 2011 paper published in the New England Journal of Medicine. Three cohorts that together tracked 120,877 adults over several decades found that potatoes, processed meat, refined grains, all with weight gain, yogurt, fruit and nuts, weight loss, cheese, smack in the middle. Smack in the middle. On average, eating more or less had essentially no effect whatsoever on your weight. There you go. That's your ultimate uh, moderation yeah. ingredient there, isn't it? Right Just there. eat cheese from now on. Right Perfectly balanced diet. Dead one. I do worry about... <sighs> Um, that you might be missing out on just a titch of fibre there. So maybe have cheese on crackers. You can get some quite seedy crackers these days and then you'll still be able to poo because otherwise that's going to stop happening pretty quickly if you only eat cheese. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. I'm Glenn ZB. I'm not speaking from personal experience or anything um, and I don't mind a cracker with, with my cheese. I, um, and I certainly love it with a bourbon on the side. Uh, <laughs> this has got... I mean, even for the podcast, this has got loose. Uh, it must be Friday. Uh, we'll, see, we'll tighten everything up, I'm sure, when we're back on Monday with another re See you then. Hold up. 